Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Hey, good morning, everyone, and welcome to Ghost Chronicles International, right? East Net and Light Network. I am Ron Kolak, your host, the gatekeeper of the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's favorite guy. Uh, there you oh, go. Boy. Anyways, uh, with me all the way from across the water there is the guy on the other side of the pond who at times can be most annoying, but he is still my favorite mate, Mr. Steve Parsons. Good afternoon, Cobbers. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles, the international edition. There you go. Yeah, and we're not allowed to mention politics, are we? No. No. Why? Why is that, then? Because we've had enough of it. Oh, Anyways. It'll, it'll soon be... Oh, no, come on, let's do politics. No, we're not. So moving right <laughs> along, uh, you know, I, I was really lucky that Maureen agreed to come on the show because I have been working with her for how long, Maureen? Oh, 14, 15 years. Yeah. 14. See, you see, you hit, it, you hit the nail right in the head there. Anybody, 14 to 15 months, and you're lucky to get people to come on the show. Fourteen, fifteen days. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe how time has flown. I'll tell you all, that. All I can say, Maureen, is you must have the patience of Saint Job. Oh, I don't know. I always call you know Ron's wife Saint Jan for a reason. So yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's all nice and quaint and all that stuff. But anyways, but, moving right along. God bless uh, yeah. America. Hey, yes, uh, so we're moving right along. Hey, aren't you guys having an election at the moment? Mar- Maureen, you have been <laughs> yeah. a. Uh, you have been uh, a trance medium and a a medium for. Uh, when did you first realize that you had this gift? Uh, well, since I was about, I guess, five years old. Do you remember back then? Yeah, well, not a lot. But what I do remember is um, actually being visited. You know, when I thought it was normal, I guess, from what uh, you know my family until I got to be about 12, 13 years old and was telling people what was going on and they just kind of gave me that blank stare. So I guess I didn't realize it until I was in my teens, but when I was younger, it was just the normal part of living, I guess. Mm. Yeah, and, uh, you know, we we met up, we've told the story a dozen times how that happened, but we've investigated so many places and, 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 you know, we're in our are uh, writing our second book now, a third book actually, the second Ghost Chronicles book, and uh, it's amazing because we go back and we're trying to pick stories for the the book, and it's just like, oh, this is a good one, this is a good one, this is a good one. It's like there's so many of them. Yeah, there there is. I mean, and obviously uh, each one of them is so unique, and they have you know some of them that we are revisiting. Let's say a little hairy. Mm-hmm. So you'll show the videos, and it's like, ah, it's a little torturous for me anyway to watch myself over and over, seeing myself do some channeling, and it's it's really, I mean, what we have to do so we can make sure there's accuracy in the book, but it's, you know, not preferred, let's say, from me. 
And, and that's the thing about the book. You know, most people just say, oh, you write a book, how come it's taking you so long? Is, is that we try to make it as accurate as, as possible. And, and, of course, the book is written in both our, our uh, voices. So, I mean, and sometimes, like I said, we have done so many cases to get, you know, you forget little things. And, and when you get away from the incident, which Steve knows about very often, it, it, it changes, at least in your mind. And you go back and say, oh, wow, you know, you're, you're really surprised that it happened that way. Because, you know, as you get, like I said, farther away from it, you know, you, you tend to rationalize, you tend to, uh, you know, just forget a little bit, too. Yeah, exactly, absolutely. Steve, I, I think you find that that's, does that happen even in parascience or is it, or is it different? No, I think it's a natural human um, faculty. Uh, you, you, you have something extraordinary happen to you. And come the cold light of day, you know, once you've slept for a little while or you, you start rationalizing it, the experience, your memory of the experience even changes. And you start to feel like, well, did that really take place? Did that happen? Could that have happened the way it did? So I think, you know, when you come to try and recall experiences, particularly when they're extraordinary experiences or challenging experiences, I think that there is that sort of natural human self-questioning and self-doubt that we all suffer from. I, I know. I mean, like, e even you and myself, who, who are very seldom wrong, will, will think, uh, oh, say something. Oh, my God. And, uh, did he and, just say what I think he said? He and, did. And, he did. And, do you know, right, well, oh I, well I'm going to... Yeah, and so, gonna, and, and yeah. so when we, uh, you know, we think something happened that way, and then, you know, but being open-minded as we are, of course, we always check out the facts before we absolutely say, well, just, this is what we can remember. So, yeah, yeah, I can understand that totally. Well, in actual fact, this idea of checking out the facts before you, there are times when a knee-jerk response is actually probably the best response. You know, the, the BS detector, um, I, as you can call it, because it, it does save you wasting your time in what is an obvious fallacy. It is, it is, there are times when it is absolutely right and proper to thoroughly investigate um, uh, an incident, an event, and to consider all of the possibilities, even quite bizarre possibilities, and give them you know, the fullest consideration. But there are times when the BS detector kicks in immediately and you can go, hey, no, I'm going to call BS on this. Um, and and you know, you've no need to really waste your time to pursue it any further. Um, but seeing as you're never wrong, and you, you immediately... No, you know, I never said, I, I said it, almost never wrong. Almost never wrong. And we, you <laughs> know, I mean, we have a very... I, you know, I, I was mindful we have of... a very clear, clear rule in my house, you know. You're always you can, right. Uh, you can, uh, you know, there's my, my point of view, or you can accept I, it, or you can be wrong. I mean, that's pretty much the way it is. Uh, I, mean, I, th I, I, I think that's perfectly laudable. Um, but, you know, I was, I was, I was mindful of... You know, Maureen's abilities and um, her special abilities. That, and it, it got me thinking that, you know, today, November the 8th, is, is an important day um, for lots of reasons, not least of which I signed the yeah, insurance agreement. It's three days after Guy And it's three days after Guy Fawkes. But, however, uh, as you can see from the Ghost Chronicles international Facebook pages, uh, where I've just posted a link, there has been an interesting... Scottish, uh, psychic Scottish development, um, oh, really? which, which is relevant. It was published uh, on uh, Monday, on Monday the 7th, uh -huh. Uh -huh. Um, and it is a psychic prediction by a psychic Scottish goat. A goat? 
a goat, a psychic Scottish goat, predicts predicts the next U.S. president. Um, Yeah, but, you know, that's the judge for years, though. Well, we have a fortune-telling Billy Goat has predicted who the next president of the United States of America Uh, will be. That's good. We have to check that out before the the election's over. Boots the Billy Goat. We don't want to influence anybody. I'm sorry. You were the one that said we have to consider all of the possibilities. Right, but we don't, so, want, we don't want to sway anybody's opinion. So we, we're we not. We're just saying boots the Billy Goat. Launch them by the, 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 uh, you know, the psychic boat. Uh, that's, that's really uh. important. <laughs> Keep your mind here on uh, the 7th or uh, the 8th of, uh, of uh, November. So that, that's... Oh, my goodness. Uh. So, well, then. There we are, having uh, having got this show back on track. <laughs> well, it is it is called Goat Chronicles International, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. As it well goat should be. Chronicle. Yeah. Goat, goat See, goats be all the time. That's why. <laughs> so, anyways, Maureen, I know we only have <laughs> half an hour on this show. Yeah. And it's try so difficult to keep uh, certain people in there. Uh, on track. So, uh, oh, Doc, or the parasites got logged out. That's a shame. Uh, anyways, uh, Maureen, as I was talking before about all the cases that we did, is, is there one that, that sticks out, you know, the most in your mind as far as, well, well why? I'll let you leave it. What does, when if you said, I've investigated hundreds of cases, run, what's the first one that comes to mind and, and why? I think that's a good way of putting it. Uh, honestly, I, I, there's a few of them that stick out for different reasons, you know? Okay. Um, okay. Give us a, a, an example. An example. Okay. So there was a uh, home in Chester, New Hampshire. Um, Cheshire. No, not Chester. What? Chester. Are you changing Chester. it? Are you changing no, the, the location? I was, pre- I was changing the name to protect the innocent. I was okay. born there. Well, since, I was since, born in Chester. We don't care. No. Yeah, we don't care, see? <laughs> we don't care. Um, actually, I will say that one, to me, was really difficult. And the reason why is because usually I'm able to at least get out of the vehicle when we get to a site and walk in a house to start feeling the energy. Here, as soon as we got out of the car and we stood on the pavement, I just wanted to get back in the car, shut the door, and take off. Yeah, um, most people do that when they go with me, but that's besides yeah, the no. <laughs> He didn't. He and, didn't and tell you it was one, just on the side of the road, did he? Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah, he um, tried that one with me once. Yeah, did up he? a hill. Yeah, it was up a mountain. But yeah. Oh, British, yeah. They so over exaggerate. Thank God. Moving uh, right along. Yeah, and, and that, was, that's why it was because of that that particular feeling. Well, the the thing was is the energy of it was not really not positive it felt very heavy and it it almost felt like it was very much attacking you know like i could feel the energy like usually if you have to me a spirit that's around you and is trying to communicate they have this i i hate to say comic type of rules let's say so they don't try to steal your energy you know what i'm saying they don't try to take it Mm -hmm. this one was doing anything but so i mean getting you know i my pendulum went missing i mean i had the chain but the whole bottom completely was gone and i had given it to someone to hold for a minute and turned around and it was just like missing it wasn't um, me was it 
It wasn't you. It Thank wasn't God. you. It was another I, member of the group, which will remain I get blame. I get blamed so often. No. Well, you have plenty of things I can blame, but... Oh, know, there you go. That's, that's not one of them. Okay. Um, but the energy just was really bad, and then we ended up finding out in that location that the people that had moved out of the house originally left the ashes of someone behind. That's um, right, in, in the closet. Person. And I'm thinking, well, first of all, it's not like you're leaving, you know, mm. uh, jewelry. Or it's just very strange to be leaving someone that's your supposed loved one behind when you sell a house and you leave. That's, right. just, cur that's, that's just careless, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Yeah. It's a <laughs> it is, and and yeah. I don't even know if it was necessarily like that. But an actual. I don't think so. I think there was some other things that were done at that property that were probably playing with, uh, you know, darker energies when they shouldn't have been. Um, it was. And I think it was in the woods. In the woods. That's right. So, so yeah, I have to say that that was one, and there's been many others, obviously, but that's one of the ones that I remember, you know, you were, like, chasing me around with, like, the, the holy water and the, the spray trying to, like, catch me because I was just beside myself saying, I've had it, I just want to get out of here, and, uh, and it was it's pretty that Van Helsing was spray bad. again, wasn't it? The what? Is it the Van Helsing spray again? Yes. Well, actually, Vaughn, you didn't have the spray at that time, did you? No, no, it took many years for development. <laughs> yeah, it was actually holy water. So, um, but, but I will say we did learn something that time because when yes. I think one of the, the times we were there, I could feel the energy, and then I used the holy water, and I felt like the energy was around me, but it was a few feet away from me. Like it made like a uh, circumference around me, and the EMF meter kind of validated that same thing. Yeah, validated it. Yeah. So, Steve, I mean, we had a question in the chat room. John asked yeah. us, have you ever investigated with Mari before, Steve? No. Um, I replied directly in the chat room saying I haven't I, as yet had that pleasure. Um, and, is, and the question is, could you handle investigating with Maureen? I, 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 I think I would be more respectful of Maureen than you, than you obviously are. Um, oh! <laughs> Thank you, Steve. Yeah, well, and, uh, I, and I certainly, I certainly would get. I'm certainly sure that the the end of her pendulum would have survived. Uh, yeah, it, I have to say that was a little strange, um, even for me, because I had just used it two seconds before. I turned around and like asked somebody because I actually went to get some crystals out of my, you know, like uh, the bag that I had brought with me, and it was in the car. So I went into my vehicle to get that, and they were standing right behind me, and they had it in their hand. And then I turned back around. I said, oh, you can give it to me now. And they opened their hand and went, oh, I don't know where it went. Like, literally, the chain was there, but there was no barber at the end of it. Mm -hmm. Similar to the incident with the, my uh, antique rosary beads, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. Um, so you want to tell people what you're speaking and referring to? Well, I, I just have I, I have a great pair of antique rosy beads that you had. Uh, I got from my father. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know it has the, uh, this, the rel this could this could go very badly. There's a relic in it and everything, and and uh, yeah. So why don't you take it from there? I just Not introduced my fault, actually, and I do take responsibility, but. It really wasn't, because we went to um, a site to investigate one of the restaurants. Um, Rick's. It was Rick's. Rick's Cafe. Yeah, Rick's Cafe. Uh, yeah. And there was media present, right? And they were going to be doing this story. So 
Ron just said, hey, we're getting interviewed. He didn't say, by the way, we're doing an investigation. So I didn't bring well, well, any well, of my well. supplies. Well, <laughs> I didn't bring anything with me. I was like, okay, fine. So we get there, and I'm like, oh, thanks, Ron. He goes, well, we're investigating. So I said, oh, thanks. Well, so he says, well, oh, here. He pulls his rose beads out of his pocket and said, here, take these. I said, okay. So now he's being interviewed at the right side of the restaurant, maybe about 10 feet away. I'm sitting there, and then I start feeling this, like, energy starting, and I'm like, oh, no. And so I take the rosary beads out, and I look at Ron, and I'm trying to get his attention, right? And I'm saying, Ron, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, I'm busy. I'm busy. Uh, okay, that's fine. I would never say that. You, yeah, right. Well, so maybe, I'm, maybe. <laughs> A little. As I'm sitting there, I'm holding the rosy beads, no joke. No, no, like, really strength on either side. I'm just kind of holding them to say, you know, I was going to say a prayer. And then all of a sudden, it was like somebody did a karate chop in the center, and they just literally split and broke apart. And I'm like, oh, no. Wow. So I grabbed the other part of one side of that has broken apart. And I held it. I'm like, no, 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 no. And it split once again, like it had been, you know, sliced in two. So I'm like, oh, maybe it, no. Maybe it was a Niebuhr. It was what? An Niebuhr. An an, yeah, okay. I don't think so. I think they wanted to really aggravate you for one. Um, you know, what can I say? Um, really? So you came over a few minutes later, and I'm like, Ron, you know, and he so, so he starts, what? What do you want? What do you want? And I said, well... The spirit came by. It was really strong energy, and and I just held out the rosy beads. Right, he grabs them and the pieces. pieces, and he looks at me. He's like, "Those are numbered, you know." I said, "Well, I didn't do it. Not anymore. <laughs> Not anymore." <laughs> so yeah. Well, you see, let that be a lesson that you know you start messing with the dark side, and things can go wrong, Ron. I know. I'm. Look at me. I'm working. Hey, with speaking you. of the dark side, we're no. back to that. We're back no. to that election no. again. No, we're not. Don't <laughs> even go no, there. Hillary and, and, Clinton. No. And, 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 and anyways, we uh, we. Uh, I don't uh, believe what I'm reading here. So, Steve, I understand <laughs> that uh, you know teleportation is is been recorded throughout history. Is that correct? Where items are. Uh, moved, we, uh, we talked about uh, we talking about a porting or bilocation of individuals. Well, no, not not uh, doppelganger stuff. We're talking no, about. No, no, I'm not talking about doppelgangers. I'm actually talking about bilocation. Uh, yeah, of... okay, like yeah, no, we're not talking about that. No, you're not talking about that. So you're talking, oh, about, talking an, about objects, objects, an object port. Yes, yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Isn't that better recorded throughout the the years? It's certainly been well documented within uh, spiritualism. Um, mm. Uh, including, I think, the, what was the name of the medium? Mrs. Guppy? I think she actually... Guppy? Yeah, Mrs. Guppy. She, me. <laughs> she actually materialised uh, on the table at a seance conducted by uh, another another medium. Um, or, or, uh, or I can't remember the actual story, but, but nonetheless, she materialised. There have been flowers. I think it was Eusapio Palladino who used to materialize flowers that were still f uh, freshly cut and damp with, with the morning dew. And in uh, fact, uh, we have some, uh, I have some coins in my curious cabinet. You do? You have uh, six. Boy, but we don't want to get into silver, that very much. Uh, silver coins that, that materialized yeah. during a yeah. seance in the 1930s. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, have you ever witnessed that yourself or... Uh, I haven't witnessed it during a seance. I, I have witnessed what was a possible materialization during a poltergeist um, investigation. Really? Something as mundane, actually, as a pair of rolled-up socks that came down a flight of stairs. But 
at the time we can be there were two investigators present um, and we we could account for every individual who were on the on the first floor with us and get this this rolled up ball of socks came down the stairs uh, in a manner that they they clearly hadn't just rolled down the stairs they were they were clearly thrown down or, or materialized in midair a second occasion was at a church where um, uh, a small stone well a stone about the size of an acorn um, which is which was captured on camera doing it, actually came um, across to uh, past two investigators uh, who were standing uh, near a tree. Now the only trajectory it could have taken uh, was through the tree directly, um, so which meant it either materialised uh, at some point within the tree or immediately externally to the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could not have, there is no way it could have come from in front or behind the tree past uh, you know on the on the shot it, it took which was captured on camera so right. it must have come through the tree horizontally through a oh, that's through really a very cool. thick oak tree so that, that was that is cool. very cool yeah um so yeah i um, i mean it's 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 been quite well documented uh within many portuguese cases in fact even very early ones gerald of wales who records in the 12th century records a stone throwing ghost and these stones uh, as he describes you know seem to materialize out of thin air uh, that was also reported at the um uh, Pontefract uh, Poltergeist House, supposedly the most violent Poltergeist in Europe, at 30 East Drive Pontefract, uh, West Yorkshire, where white powder would, would uh, or, or plaster or some sort of white powder would seemingly fall from the ceiling of the room, uh, rather like snow. Uh, and puddles would appear, uh, water would appear. So, in, certainly in Poltergeist cases, that sort of phenomena is very well known and very well documented by quite respectable uh, observers and investigators. Maureen actually had her own uh, instance of that. Is when we did an investigation on a Wood Island and a Wood Island Lighthouse. Do you remember that, Maureen? Uh, how could I forget? That was in our uh, first book, actually, yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, it was important to me, especially because my husband, you know, we went out to investigate that night from the island, and we actually, like, raced from work that night to get there. So, unfortunately, I had forgotten to take off these um, silver filigree earrings that I had, and my husband had given to me, given them to me, rather, for our anniversary, right? So, I said, oh, and they're very fine. I said, oh, if I take them off while we're on the boat, I'm going to put them in my pocket, and they're going to break. So, I'm just going to leave them on. And then during the night, as we're investigating, um, one woman said to me, oh, Maureen, I love your earrings, but you have one missing. So I'm like, oh, no, you know, like I'm looking at the night where he kind of had the downtime, you know, I'm looking around everywhere for this earring. No luck, can't find it anywhere. We went out the next morning. Everybody actually was looking. We're all looking for this earring. Um, and it, I was kind of disappointed. And then I'm thinking, ooh, I get to go home and tell my husband I lost the earrings he gave me as a gift. So that was really a great feeling. Um, so anyway, I, I come home and let him know, and, and I said, we had actually asked um, the, the caretakers of the lighthouse to say, hey, it was the last trip that we had made that year for the season, and, you know, if they come out in the spring and they actually find it, could they just hold on to that, and I'll get it from them. So well, I remember coming home, and I said, um, I'm not going to throw it away. I put it inside my jewelry box, you know, at, near my bed. And I said, I'll leave this here, and then if I find it, you know, then I'll have it. So, but what was really odd is I kept saying, I really, really want that earring. I really hope we find it. Um, and within a few days after the investigation, it was strange because I, I do, um, like, 
training, and I would have a watch that I would use and um, I have to keep time on. And what happened is I got up one morning and the battery was dead on the watch. And I thought, oh, that's, you know, whatever. Quinson, battery's dead. Go replace the battery. The next morning I got up, the battery was dead again. So that's when I thought, well, this is a little odd. Why is the battery dying at night? Now, the third morning I woke up, I almost, like, I was very shocked because when I got up, the earring was sitting on top of, the lost earring, rather, was sitting on top of my jewelry box, and I'm calling my husband over. I'm like, oh, my God, look at this. He's like, you're crazy. There's no way. That earring was the one you put away. And I said, no. So I held out the earring. I opened my jewelry box, went into the box. I kept it, pulled out the other earring. So I had my earrings back. Mm, cool. And that was very, to me, very amazing. And it, and it was, what, within a week, I think, after we left the island. It's yep. it's often said that when things go missing in, in in cases of I mean there's an old tradition here in the UK if you lose something around the house or you, you lose your keys or you, you, something else you simply ask for it back ask them to return it um, and often yeah, we little, Anthony that works too well I mean over here you know we just simply say okay guys <laughs> good joke can we have them back and often the object will appear really uh, but but equally. Yeah. There are there are uh, there are occasions when people are absolutely adamant that they've lost something or they've misplaced something, and clearly they haven't. Um, and there have been occasions when you can. Definitely... And you had that on tape one time. We had that on tape yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. So I mean, we do have to deal with that. But you know, there are uh, many many times when you know, almost tongue in cheek, said, you know, I've put something down, I can't find it, and then you say, well, okay, I, I get the joke. Thanks for that. Uh, can I, can I have it back? And then you'll turn around, and it'll be somewhere really obvious where you uh, where you know that you've looked. That's interesting. I, I so, to try simply, simply ask for it back. Mm. And, it, and it's interesting you say that, too, because for me, I kept thinking, oh, I lost it. But then after I got it back, I thought, hmm, did they give it back? Did they take it? Because mm. it was a female spirit of the island, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then after the fact, I thought, wow, that's interesting. I couldn't quite figure what had happened in between the time when it went missing or how it went missing because I know mm-hmm. I kept checking all night and they were both on. You know, they weren't falling off until it was about three in the morning. No, I mean, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a rational, uh, somewhat skeptical investigator. and I have often asked for things back um, when, when they go missing. And sometimes they come back. Sometimes I turn around and they were where I thought I'd already looked. Hmm. That's pretty amazing. So anyways, Maureen, believe it or not, we're almost out of time. If uh, oh, people want to... Yeah, I know. It's only half hour. It goes by fast. So uh, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, because you do readings, I guess, too, right? I do. Um, you still interested you know. in doing them or not? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know my schedule these days. I'm pretty booked out. Um, I mm-hmm. do a lot of teaching metaphysical studies uh, in Newport at R&R Traders. Um, in Massachusetts, and I do, you know, I do readings. I did actually one last night for someone in California, so um, they can reach me through the New England Ghost Project, I believe. That's, yep. I guess, it's still active, correct? Yep, there's the tune, so we got to say goodbye. All right, awesome. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me no, on. No, thank you, fun. Maureen. You have goodnight, a great bless. All right, take care. Yep, good night. God bless. So right. you're listening to Ghost Chronicles uh, International right here with Steve Possett and Ron Kolick. That has been Maureen Wood. We'll be right back after the following message right here on Tojanet Parex, Astronet Radio, and beyond. Welcome to Tojanet Radio with a cutting edge. 
feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. go welcome back to part two of ghost chronicles international in an amazing week when a psychic scottish goat foretells the results and of the yeah, presidential election a second and somebody who, who y'all know it has been on the show many times he's a film producer and a good friend of steve Parsons. he is dylan jones hi dylan welcome to the show Excuse me, I do the intro to part two, and I will complete this by saying, and in a week, we're and, and, and next uh, half we have a Dylan Jones, and I mentioned that <laughs> Hillary Clinton has been exposed as being part of a satanic network. Move it, move it, move it. Better and better. A source within inside the F- FBI claimed that she is the Antichrist personified, and yes, it is a yes, witch. Yes, yes, yes. See, we get all this, that. We are a paranormal program. We've got to deal with these issues. But 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 to help us to help us with uh, these challenging issues, we yeah, have. Why is Dylan anyways on the show? We've brought back um, the the uh, why to answer the question of where are, <laughs> where are our radio stories for? Uh, oh, there you go. Scripts of which we paid thousands of dollars um, to acquire to acquire to acquire the rights to um, broadcast. Mm-hmm. So, so where are they? So Dylan, these are lead questions that need to be asked. Right. Yeah. So we've brought him on the show. We've dragged him. We've dragged him before the before the. I the, think you're bad. He's not here. Is he not? No. You scared the crap I'm out here. of him. No, he's hiding. I can't hear I'm him. I'm here. Really? Hello. I hear. I can hear you. How do I know it's you? Tell me only something Dylan would know. You. Well, I could um, We had a good conversation the other week. Oh, okay. That's something only... Can you hear me? Know, right? So all, you. all the rest of the other weeks, you had bad conversations. Okay. So I guess that one week being good conversation would be notable. Okay, there you go. 
What's that? Well, I can hear Dylan perfectly well, and I also heard Karina just shouting it wrong. So, uh, no, I, I, believe you. I see. This is because we mentioned the satanic stuff. I told you. And, psych- and psychic goats. Dylan, are you with us now? Dylan? I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, I'm, I'm so sorry for the, the rudeness of my co-host. I apologize for that. <laughs> he's the quietest guest. Are you sure he's there? I'm 100% certainly here. Good evening, Dylan. How are you? Are you sure? I'm okay. How are you? I can, I can barely hear you. That I think we've got a really bad connection here. Oh. Uh, well, we can hear you loud and clear. Okay, Katrina's going to reconnect with yeah. you, Dylan, so we'll call while, you right back. While, while we're calling back the guest tonight, uh, right. let's just discuss... So I'd like to talk about satanic some, uh, network. things that we're coming network. to. <laughs> so uh, moving right up along uh, on this uh, topic. told that Hillary used to attend a witch's church. So, uh, tell us more. We could have had Marla. We could have got Marla on to talk about this. There you go. That's it. There you go. A witch's church in Los Angeles. I bet you Marla knows who uh, Marla Brooks would know all about this. That's see, we, it, wait a minute. That's, that's where we didn't go when we went to Salem. We didn't go to the satanic church we were supposed to. You see, this is the thing. We missed that. Thing. As we investigators, we should be covering these. These are the questions. Right, that we should have gone asked. to that satanic church, like you said. Yeah. I, well, I did say, I did say, I also think we should examine this idea of the... So I think we should really... Well, we get uh, Stephen, uh, Scott, on our list. Stephen Scott on the line to talk about this Scottish goat. Anyways, uh, Dylan is back with us now. Dylan, can hey, you Dylan. hear Hello? <laughs> oh, God. Hello, Dylan. <laughs> show is done. I, I, <laughs> I can hear Dylan perfectly well. All right, you handle it. Dylan, can you hear me perfectly well? Oh, God. (laughs) (sighs) I'll tell you what. um, Right. Um, He keeps dropping. Yes, he does. Where is he located? He's in the UK. Um, I can hear Dylan perfectly well when Dylan says, can you hear me? So I guess it's just one of those psychic things, too. Uh, Maybe Dylan can't hear. Dylan, can you hear me? One last shout out for Dylan Jones. No, no, no. It's still being rang. I can see the the little dots going. All All right, right, So well, we're moving right so, along. So yeah, we'll so back. yeah, okay. Well, that's cool. Right. Well, let's let's press on. All right. So I mean, you know, I've been, you know, I, I look at these some of these websites that are out there, and and the guys go out there and says, well, you know, I, I'm a paranormal investigator, uh, and I'm a, a little skeptic. I'm not a skeptic. I'm just skeptical. And they go on to proceed and destroy anything that's paranormal on their site. So what what kind of well, do you know, I was watching some YouTube footage the other day. Um, in fact, the earlier earlier today, um, because I'm I'm doing a little research onto the way groups operate at the moment here in the UK oh, good, good, good. and fur- and further afield. And it is interesting that you have this uh, almost a disclaimer at the start uh, at the start of the YouTube uh, investigation or, or footage, their the, their attempt at the, a, a media program, mm-hmm. where they say that they are very different than than the media shows, or that they are, in fact, in, in one case, that the, the person is a sceptic and doesn't believe in ghosts, and then immediately starts talking to um, uh, one of these boo bears, or starts calling out to spirit, or calling out to a, a, a spirit radio, 
using exactly the techniques that you see uh, everybody else using, um, and yeah. in a manner that clearly he isn't he isn't testing the the um, the method. He's clearly believing in the method, mm-hmm. but pre- exactly prefix, prefixing it by a a claim to be sceptical as if it gives him sort of... I mean, how many times have we had psychics on the show who... psychics and mediums on the show who start off with the, well, I'm very sceptical or I'm a very right. scientific very psychic. Very scientific, yes, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's almost nonsensical. You are either... You know, if you are spiritual in your beliefs and in your uh, methods, then... What, then why do you, the, even, why the, do you even have to bring that up? Well, have you the balls I mean? to say so. You know, yeah, man, but why, why even bring it man up? Man up to say so. You know, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like, I mean, okay, I, I, I did this. I did that. Okay. I mean, what, what's you know, this? I don't start stuff? off by saying, I don't start off by saying, well, you know, I like to be, you know, a little bit spiritual. Mm-hmm. So I don't know why psychics, you know, start off oh, by saying, I like to be. Well, actually, actually, I actually, I do understand why they say it because they think it gives them an air of credibility. And also, when they're dealing with the skeptic, uh, they think it takes the wind from the skeptic sails by, t- by turning around and going, well, I consider the scientific part. Um, and I like to consider, you know, I, I obviously, you know, re- yeah, but recognize you, get the, you see that same, and I, I'm not going to just pick on psychics because you, you see this in ghost groups too. They say the same damn thing and they of do the same ridiculous because, stuff. Of course, because... Of course they do, and it's very, very fashionable to knock the television programs. It's very fashionable oh, absolutely. to say, oh, "We're nothing like most haunted. We're nothing like ghost hunters. We're hunters. nothing like Zach Bacon's." Uh, or Can Zach I just Bacon. interrupt you too? Uh, oh, you're back, no. Dylan. We thought you died. No, no, because no, because no, no, I'm ranting. So hang on a minute. Oh, uh, I meant to do exactly the same as as they've done on the television program that they've just dissociated themselves with. Good evening. Dylan, welcome back to the show. Uh, and we, as I said at the start of the of the, the half hour, the uh, part two, we dragged you back on in front of the committee to find out where is our radio um, plays that we spent thousands of dollars to acquire the, the uh, exclusive rights to. Do you know what? I really can't understand a word that you were saying. It, you, it's terrible. <laughs> the last oh. connection is appalling. Well, no, the connection's like, fine. It's just the way I speak. <laughs> yeah, that's true, too. Uh, maybe we should just dump them in and uh, have them back on another well, that's, time. That's really, really mean. Should we try one I can last hear time? Ron clearly, but Steve's is just dropping in and out. Yeah, that's the way he is. So st- I will interpret everything that Steve yeah. says. How's that? You're a better man than I can. I can't understand him most of the time. <laughs> okay, Steve, will you have a question for Dylan? Yeah, where is our script? Dylan, Steve wants to know, where are the scripts <laughs> for the radio shows? The scripts are actually right in front of me as we speak. Okay, Dil- Steve, Dylan says scripts are in front of me. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's you. And when might, we, when might we expect the first broadcast of script number one? I've got yeah, but, that. I heard that one. What? The first you heard that one? will be ready next week. I've been replaced. There we are. You have that. Yeah. So, so we, we can, uh, uh, you heard it first. So tune in next week for the exciting debut of, oh, do we have a name for this? We do. It it's was, called The uh, Teller of Curious Tales. The Teller of Curious Tales. The te- oh, well, it's not my first choice, but yeah, it's okay. 
That's what that's what the name on the script is. I don't I, I kill us. Do Ron, I don't care what your first choice is. You don't have a choice. It's what we bought. We bought the rights to the script. Yeah, but I have a little button here. I just press it that it put dub it over it. And, uh, yeah, but I've had a word with Karina. The next time you press that button, the only thing that gets dumped is you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I was a bit disappointed so with Ron earlier on. The teller, oh, of really? The teller of yeah, death. over that issue with the whole goat. Uh, let's not go. There. Yeah, I I thought that I, I didn't think Ron was afraid of no goat. Exam- well, I so, think that, that are there any goats in your scripts? I, I'm curious uh, because you know, speaking of goats, are there any goats talking goats in your scripts or psychic goats? Not that I've come across. Okay, okay. But and, we have had a few. Um, wasn't it back when we were having our general election? Some psychic animals or an octopus who could um, foretell uh, the future. Octopus, Steve? Well, did, I know we're running we out of time, op- so I want to definitely concern. Didn't we have our, an octopus talk? Topic on the, the world of, from the radio show and and not anything else because we, we we have had so many problems with you, uh, Dylan, getting you on the line. So uh, these scripts that we're talking about uh, it's pretty amazing. Uh, all the the great stories you have in them, and and do we know how long these uh, little uh, stories are? You know, we can. Well, the stories, we, we, Dylan, we don't have because he doesn't know what the scripts are. He's ah. just avoiding. He's just. A, Avoiding the topic about psychic animals predicting events, like yeah, I know you were trying to refer <laughs> and to the fact as that we go the on, psychic I, mean, I, I assume that we'll get different, that we'll get different the scripts uh, from the different world different, cup. Do they look at all aspects of the paranormal or <laughs> just ghosts and poltergeists? The subjects are actually quite wide ranging. They're not just paranormal. They're also sort of, sort of curious. Um, uh, and things that are stranger than fiction as well. I don't want to go too much like, into like it because you don't want to spoil what each week is going to be. Ooh, but there's things like witchcraft. Um, there's things that, you know, um, animals, yeah. There's all sorts of things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, some things that uh, people used to get up to in, in centuries past with uh, strange medication and all sorts of things. Um, oh, we've got things to do with the devil. Um, ah. Ooh, like lots psychic- and lots of things. Prophecies, like, like, um, Mother like Shipton, um, uh, who uh, I dare say Steve will be well aware of. Mm-hmm. I am indeed. She Mother didn't Shipping, the, yeah. I don't believe that Mother Mother Shipton. And, and they, did that's, the US I mean, that's pretty good. Uh, you, you know, I, I'm really looking forward to. It. And <laughs> do each one have a uh, title or uh, about the particular show? And is it it's similar to the Twilight Zone type uh, genre? Yeah, they quite like it. We we think when Steve and I have got together about these and we had explored them, we think that they were sort of written in the sort of nineteen fifties or sixties, um, and we think that they're from from the from the United States, uh, mm-hmm. judging by the way that they're written and some of the, the sort of terminology of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're not. Each one is sort of is about a ten minute episode, but it's broken down with four tales. Um, oh. So, but I think what we're going to do is do each one separately rather than all four in one go. Mm-hmm. And has, we, has think, the first one been done yet? Is it completed? It's in the process of being done. Oh, there we go. So you have just told all our, our audience that it was going to be on next week. and It is and going right to be on now, next week. It's in the it's process of being completed. done. What if you have a heart attack and die tomorrow? 
I'll do it from beyond. Okay, that's and fine. that wasn't predicted by a goat. Unlike the, <laughs> uh, so, the US presidential yeah, I mean, election, which has been predicted itself, by uh, a Scottish but, goat uh, called uh, Bobby. Yeah, there's no Bobby such the thing as goat. Scottish goats. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I've never seen one, so therefore they don't exist. But returning, uh, returning to script. Yes. Yeah. Uh, one of the things that was uh, a challenge was I was the one that found these things on, um, on all things, eBay. And um, right, it right, was ve- there, there was there there is no information as to where they where they come from, um, which which country. However, there are some clues. I mean, as Dylan said, in the style uh, of writing and the constant reference to prices, even when they're dealing with European um, uh, stories, they they constantly price items in dollars. the The whole style and feel of it is very much in the. Uh, Sort of the the heyday of American radio, um, FM uh, sorry AM radio in which would be the sixties, possibly just into the seventies. So we're dealing with that sort of era, uh, a very very strong feel of almost Orson Welles and the you know these sort of um, stories that he concocted for radio. What we're also dealing with is I think obviously a completed set of scripts rather than anything that would. Uh, um, oh, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, help me out, somebody. Otherwise, we're going to end up beyond helping you. <laughs> <laughs> you can just rest on your own laurels. <laughs> Some, if we're, we're somebody, yeah, where somebody sort of uh, pr- makes a proposal for a series of scripts, these are clearly finished. These are the finished uh-huh. art. So they were either. Um, it has to go. Yeah, these these have either been um, fully accepted uh, and then written up for broadcast, maybe even have been broadcast. Although, and a really quite extensive search for uh, through the, the radio archives failed to turn up even a suggestion. Of these I was going to ask you: Did you try like Google in like a, a, a the title or anything like that on the? On... I, I I I spent several weeks actually going through. Uh, Okay, not that's that's cool. I was just curious. Um, yeah. Even deeper than Google, you know, using some of the specific radio uh, station search, in, search mm-hmm. engines, looking through the, uh, the archives of the 1950s, 1960s, American radio, European radio, um, even these collector sites, you know, where people archive old radio shows mm-hmm. to see if any of those had any reference or mention, to, uh, but nothing at all. Um, and yet, you know, I, I, I referred them to Dylan because... Dylan is uh, a media expert. He works, comp- uh, he, he works within the media, and his, uh, you know, he has a qualifications within the media, unlike us, <laughs> um, which might not be apparent to all of our listeners. There's no such thing as a media expert from uh, no. <laughs> like us. <laughs> like us. There's no such thing as a paranormal expert. What is what people say? What so anyway, what about ghost hunters? Yeah, I know, Dylan. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, so, like who, if this is a script, I mean, how do you, how who is going to do the reading of the voices and so forth on it? Well, I'm going to actually be doing those. So I'm going to be in the studio the rest of this week, uh-huh. uh, health willing, obviously, um, and so I'm going to be putting them all together for you. You can change your voice. I can a little bit, yeah. There might be one or two people I might have to ask to uh, to come in and do a little bit. I'd like to see a little uh, Mary uh, yeah, in, in fairness, in fairness, uh, my reading of the scripts is that they're actually told in a, a, a as a storyteller rather than yes. as a series of. Oh, so they are. Can, 
Yeah. Yeah. So it's, oh, so okay. it's actually uh, somebody. It's almost like a late night story where you know, um, dim the well, lights, like campfire story, dim the lights, pull up a goat, and um, make yourselves comfortable. And All we'll right. Tell you so, what, we'll tell the story. So, anyways, I, I have to get this out there because you know we have listeners and, and we always you know want to reach out to them. Uh, people want us to interview the goat. Uh, that's all I'm saying. They want us to get the goat on the show and interview the goat. I, 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 if we could find a goat whisperer, or if there is a goat whisperer listening to this show, uh, please contact or, or even, me. Or even an iguana listener, a, a whisperer. We know yeah, that works too. Anything. So yeah. if you contact me at any ghost project at comcast.net, any ghost project at comcast.net. Any goat project, yeah, any old goat. Any ghost project, and uh, <laughs> we will have you on the show to uh, ghost whisper the goat and uh, actually... Or iguana. A... Or iguana. No, no. The people are interested in this ghost. The, the iguana is old news. This is new news. Since you brought it up, you, you okay. started okay. this trend. People are we going need, crazy. We need, we, yeah, we the, need a goat, chat we need goat whisperer. The chat rooms are lighting up with goat talk. So uh, there you go. Uh, so. We'll, we'll, I put that out there, so contact me, and we'll have the goat on the Any show. Goat. Any goat project, yeah. Any, any goat, goat project. project podcast. Com. Right, no. So yeah. back any, to any Dylan. Goat. Dylan! Yes. Thank you. Bear. Yeah, Dylan, reality. Yeah, bear your soul. He's, he's been in the, he's been <laughs> Will in you stop gin- bleating on? Yeah, thank you. He's been in the gin and tonic again. Uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways... Um, He's developed a rather unhealthy goat obsession. Oh, God. Uh, I knew I shouldn't have So, uh, I I don't even even want to say. So, uh, Dylan, you you have worked with radio. I know you have a a very good studio. Uh, Do you anticipate any, uh, I mean, will it be like sound effects, or or is it strictly just a strictly a narrative? No, it's going to be a fully produced um, radio script. So you're going to have sound effects. It's going to be a bit of atmospherics in there, as well as the actual story. We used to have a, I don't know if you had something similar over there, but when uh, Steve and I were growing up, we used to have this great um, show on television called Jack and Ori, where somebody would be reading this story. Um, and we, This is going to be the similar kind of thing, but just purely for radio. So it's going to be hopefully really, really good. Okay, so uh, there are precedents in British radio broadcasting, aren't there? Um, there used to be, was it Radio Four? Used to have a late night story. In fact, still do. Yeah, have mm-hmm. late night sort of fifteen-minute uh, storyettes and little playlets that they perform mm-hmm. that they broadcast. And of course, you know, for a, a few pounds uh, fifty, you could probably get uh, a uh, DVD of this wonderful thing once it's completed for your archives. Just saying, guys. Hey, we. We could actually film it as well. I think Steve would look great, you know, sat there, roaring fire in the background. Little yeah, goat right. sat next to him. Could the be fabulous. Yeah, like, the light yeah, and, and, and his, and his, his and, head. Yep. And as Nathan, yeah, it's because you probably yours with the cap. And as oh, Nathan well. rightly points, um, we could also discuss men who stare at goats and goats who stare at men. Um, and many stare at goats. I'm desperately trying to find the book now on the bookshelf because, unfortunately, that's not going to happen straight away. Mm. Uh, Goats do feature largely in a lot of paranormal um, studies. You know, we do have this Men Who Stare at Goats, which was made into a hit movie. Um, Didn't you tell me that Harry Price once turned a little boy into a goat? 
No, uh, Harry Price on uh, at Brocken in Germany took part in a. Now he got. Price actually got criticised uh, for, for, for this ritual, which he knew... Of course, which um, you were going to bring over the spirit question so I could get... Which we were, to, yeah, till you put your foot down with a firm hand and said, absolutely not, we're not going to change Maureen Wood into a goat. Um, but Price took part, to, and his aim was to show that the ritual and the ceremony um, was effectively um, a hokum. And to do that, he, you know, he, he, he was going to actually follow the ritual, to do the ritual, to conduct the ritual. However, uh, the, the publicity that he, he gained actually backfired against him. And it was seen by many as a cheap publicity stunt, whereas what Price was doing was trying to raise awareness of the subject in general. By using publicity, you know, Price was, in, in many ways, he's been criticised for being a publicity seeker um, and self-serving. However, he was just using the tools uh, that, would, that modern investigators we, we use every day. I mean, this show is part of that, this idea of using the media to promote a message to to speak to a, a large audience to get your message across price was was very 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 you know um media savvy and ahead of the game uh, in many many ways and that got him uh, criticized and this experiment he conducted in 90 in the 1930s at brocken in germany um was part of that idea you know he realized that it, you were never going to turn a goat into a young handsome boy um what if he did by demonstrating the question well well well, i get again if he did that would have been just as extraordinary as if he hadn't especially for the boy well especially for the boy but what he was trying to do is to you know hey let's let's do this uh this publicity stunt it was a publicity stunt but equally it was also a demonstration of futility of satanic rich you know, as as you know, satanic rituals pop up in you know even in the twenty first century, we deal with with satanic rituals in the oh, yeah, the, media. Oh yeah, the TV uh, show. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you, you turn on the internet, even this very week, and you find that the U.S. presidential elections have been and, you know, uh, involved. Yeah, the goats too. Right? You, you, you hear about goats, and you hear well, about satanic, and uh, yeah, yeah, you hear about all that constant, stuff. It's a sad world we live in right now. It's a very sad world that we live in and you know we constantly come back to these these really quite medieval dark things within our modern world and it really is more of a statement on the, the, our humanity and the fact that we have to fall back to these um should we say just magic and ritual i mean the, the but isn't the, science magic and ritual well, it is to many. It is to many people, but it, it, it's, it's completely ludicrous. This idea that any animal can predict the outcome of anything, uh, be that an octopus with the World Cup uh, well, or I a mean, goat. Were there, were there even, even, it's truly ludicrous. Were there even uh, you know studies in Japan on plants. Oh, thank God, the bells here. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, bell. <laughs> Of course, that, bell. That As was Churchill the, uh, said, never in the field of human history has a bell been so welcomed by so few, by so many, yeah, for so long, yeah, well, or something. Yeah. I mean, there are, there are many studies, and, and but we, we, unfortunately we've run out of time, so we can't but, you know, it. Yeah, but the point I've been trying to make all evening... But, there was a point, is, I really... There, there has been a point, is that... I'm trying know, to figure we, out why you're we here. Live, we live, you know, we are the most advanced form of the human race, and right. yet... 
even in our darkest moments, uh, and there have been many recently, both sides of the Atlantic, we resort to occult, you know, messages, animals predicting outcomes and black magic. It just shows, you know, we haven't really advanced, have we? No, we haven't. So, Dylan, thank you so much for being on the show. You've contributed so much. uh, Well, I did try. (laughs) Well, he will next week. He will next week, or we'll have him on again to answer why. Yeah, there you go. And hopefully be a better connection. Yeah, I apologize for that, too. I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a pawn thing. Uh, You know, once we build the wall, it won't be a problem. Um, But anyway. No problem at all. So, anyways, uh, anything that you want to add? You going any? Uh, if Dylan, uh, oh, never mind. Let's just get this over. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just catch you next week talk- with the actual first radio script and the yep. story of Tommy the Haunted Doll. Good. Uh, so, anyways, we want to thank everyone for listening. We do apologize, and uh, we promise next week will be so much better. Uh, well, you might not be, depending on the outcome. Oh, it's going to be better. Trust me, it will be better. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much. And if you want to learn more about uh, me, you can go to anyghostproject.com. Anyghost, G-H-O-S, <laughs> project.com. Or you can find out more about Steve at... Anygoatproject.com. Parascience, P-A-A. Oh, yeah, them as well. Yeah. P-A-R-A dot S-E-I-N-E-C-E dot U-K dot whatever. Yeah. You're just, Listen to us. Good night. God bless you next week. <laughs> Good night. God bless. Thanks, Dylan. Thank Save you. Bye-bye. Goalies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.